Hey guys, it's the Painter Twins, and we are here to talk about college sports. So, Parker, what are your feelings about basketball and hockey season ending early? Mm, sucks. Sucks, okay. Um, we were just getting to the start of the NCAA hockey tournaments, and some teams are just finishing up the their college basketball conference tournaments to see if they can get to the NCAA tournament. And it's a big loss not being able to watch 64, 68 teams battle it out in basketball and some of the best games happen in the game, in the month of March, and same goes for hockey. We all how many upsets happen in hockey, like when Minnesota or Minnesota got upset by Holy Cross back in how long ago, and just missing stuff like that, and especially with the players not being able to get their spot to shine in the rink or on the court, it really sucks for the seniors that aren't able to play in the tournament, especially if they had high expectations like the UND men's hockey team where they were supposed to be picked to win the championship this year. So, Or even like NDSU, they finally got a, their chance to go and play. and Again. Again, beating UND pretty bad and in that summer league championship. Um, yeah, and the financial impact that it had on no, the NCAA. I can't imagine how much the NCAA is losing on all their advertisements and sponsorships and all that, so... Not even like D1, just all the divisions. Well, my, my question is, is that they pass the, what, some seniors, spring sports are allowed to get another year of eligibility, right? Yep, but not winter sports because all their, their season was basically over. See, I think if you were a senior and you were supposed to play in the tournament, like NDSU, some conferences finished out their tournaments before it all got canceled. I think UND and NDSU, I think they finished their game the night before they all canceled the rest of the tournaments. So I think like in that perspective, since UND went to made the NCAA tournament, I don't think those seniors should get the extra year of eligibility. But So you just think like the teams that made the tournament should get an extra like, well, the teams try that at it? That, yeah. That already said, oh, you already got your automatic bid. You deserve to go to the tournament. And all right, you can't do that. But if you didn't lose, or if you lost, like UND, those guys don't. They're not yeah. going to play in the NCAA unless they get invited to the. But like then you're during CBI. the tournament, you're, you lose one game, then you're done. So like they could earn a, another a season for one more game. Um, but then like. But then look at teams like Kentucky or Duke or yeah. the big teams that get automatically in there. 64, 32, 16, 8. They get an extra 6-7 games, and that's about a quarter of a season yeah. there. So, I mean, you never know. Yeah. So. Like, I, do you think when, like, if Corona, like, we get to open up after all this? Like, do you think, like, they're doing trying to do for state basketball in North Dakota? Do you think they should be able to do it in the summer? Yeah, well, in North Dakota, for sure, because, I mean... Well, I'm not talking about state basketball. I'm talking comparing it to college sports. Like, do you think they should get to do that tournament right now? If they can get it, well, the problem with that is the that's 64 teams, and that's over, what, over a month? Six, it's like five weeks of the tournament, so that's kind of hard to do unless you sit, bring it or condense it where you're playing three games a week or whatever. 
Yeah. I don't know. That could work, but like if you're comparing it to class A or state tournament in North Dakota, you can get it done three days no matter what, like how they normally do. Right. So I'd say like the smaller tournaments you can easily do that, but True. The big tournament's hard to talk about. So Yeah, and then like finding places to hold it and stuff to, like that. And, and then are you gonna invite are you gonna invite uh fans? Are you or are you gonna say you can only have this many people here, la di da di da. So I couldn't imagine playing a basketball game with, with no one there. No one there that's like playing a pickup game against another team. Yeah, it'd be fun, but it's not near as the hype. Yeah, the hype's like all that. gone. Um, so going off of that, like, do you think it's fair that the NCAA is granting spring sports another year of eligibility? I think it's more like compared to the winter sports. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I would say most of them got their season. I mean, their regular season. Yeah. Got that, that in, but, but they also got their fall. They got to do it during the fall, do their few fall ball games. The spring sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's only a few, I guess. Yeah. They didn't get their whole season. But I mean, but. like, if what happens if you got your two sport athlete that has to do, I don't know, like, say someone's doing baseball and track. All right, this spring you're going to do track, and then fall you're doing, or fall you did baseball or whatever. All right, well, I'm going to miss out on that season. But right. uh, I think that's more fair for the spring sports because, I don't know, you went to school to, you know, you're going to be playing fall and spring. So I feel like you're missing half your season because you're getting booted out because they won't let you play. Right. So uh, I think that I think that's fine that they do get their chance at another year of eligibility. But I'm when how does I, that work for seniors though? So when I first like heard that they were gonna like they were thinking about giving another year of eligibility, I you know they can only have so many people on a roster. They only have so much money they can give out to their players and mm-hmm. stuff. But then I did some research and like. They're not. They're not, be they're not counted towards like for baseball. Yep. You can have thirty five, yep, but, but it's not the one, yeah, yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. taking like because I was worried like they have all these good freshmen coming in. Well, mm-hmm. now what yep. type of thing? But but then there's still then there's gonna be forty people battling for a spot. Right. So that's gonna be a hard part. But well, I thought about like the seniors. All right, so say I was supposed to. This is my graduating year. I'm done with sports. Whatever after spring all right now i can't play but i graduate in may so does that mean i get a whole extra year paid if i'm on scholarship well and then i read another article it's like the nc is granting this but the university also has to be okay with it but then there was another article from new york times i think it was that said that the player might have to pay pay their own way if they want to keep playing so that's like what if someone was on a full scholarship and like sports and and then can't afford Mm -hmm. it but his one season, like, he was only in college because he got a full yep. ride. So yep. that's kind of hard. I'm you sure, like, a boosters will probably try to figure something out for that. But that's hard. Yeah, see, I thought that was the hardest thing to figure out about the seniors and such. It's That's tough. But, I mean, are you going to give the freshman, sophomores, and junior an extra year, too, that have already? They, yeah, they lost a year, too. Yeah, that's hard. They to, can't do it. So they only get three out of the four years or four yeah. out of the five that are there. So. That's kind of – they're getting screwed by the pooch there, so. For sure. Um, coming from North Dakota and growing up, we were – our mom's a big UND alumni. She was in – she lettered nine times. And so I was 
raised I like UND sports and I love UND hockey where you come in and you like to turn the tables and like other sports and stuff. Go Michigan. <laughs> um, even Michigan hockey? I don't cheer for them, but go UND for the most part. But Michigan's a backup plan. If backup plan. Minnesota UND chokes. So let's talk about the UND hockey 2019-2020 season. What was your opinion? Um, we had the best team probably since TJ Oshie, Duncan, and Taze and all those guys. You think they were even better than the 2016 championship team? Oh, yeah, easy. Really? Yeah. Even with all the players from that team that are in the NHL? Like Besser, Schmaltz, Kajula? Freak. freak, meaning he's, he's over. He's insane. He's very good. But I think this team worked. They just looked way better on the ice. And I think they were more all around. Yeah, it wasn't just the one line. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the line called last? C- CBS? Yeah, that, so Kajula, Besser, and Schmaltz. Okay, that was... They that carried was probably, that, that was team a, a lot. That was the most fun line to watch. But then since. you had Lillanen, who... Our defense in 2016 was pretty good because our goalie sucks, so mm-hmm. we had to have... But now you got... We had a decent... Uh, well, a good goalie this year. Well, we had... We had goalie depth. Yeah. Where, like, so, Tommy and... and um, we never... We barely get that. No, usually... We, we get a really good goalie, and then other two are... Eh. Yeah, Tommy and Shield, they really and had Tommy's a battle like, for a spot. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy was good. He, I mean, a couple of slip-ups here and there, but nothing too bad. But, like, if they had a split-up, we had another goalie who'd come in. And even Harrison Feeney coming in, he is battling for a spot, too. He, he, he's a sophomore. sophomore now. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, that depth there is pretty interesting. And there's another good goalie coming in, too, so – Feeney's gonna have to keep working hard, and so, well, how do you feel about the hockey stuff? Like college guys, like, I mean, how many guys do we have coming back this year now? Four. I think, the four that all, we were worried about, like how all, Gucci, yep, Kirsten, they all and all, they're all coming back. So, Has like they said, though? they have no one's left other than the seniors because they had like yep. graduated. But just to see how they like wanted to come back and prove something, well, especially see, after missing two yeah. years of like that. It was not like, it was a disappointment because yeah. us fans, we've been spoiled. We've never not like all the season ticket holders. They had their tickets for the playoffs, like miss not having the playoffs at the Ralph, right. not making the frozen face off. Like, and people even had the, when UND hosted the regionals in Sioux Falls, they were, there weren't there. Like, the whole place was green. The whole place was green. And, like, even in Fargo. Was it like, Minnesota there in Sioux Falls, too? Yeah, they, it was and just. you didn't see anyone. There. No, it's. UND just buys it out. Like, UND, like. Well, it's, I don't want to say expect, but, no, like, we we're. Expect, that's like NDSU expects. Every NDSU fan, they buy their Frisco tickets. But right. I think that's a little potatoes and tomatoes to yeah. football and And it's, it's like how Frisco, they expect. You, NDSU, NDSU to get there, and that's there, like their, there, their big weekend. And they, if they don't have that, they're mm-hmm. financially bad. And that's, I think the NCAA saw a financial burden in hockey from UND not making it two years in a row. Because, mm-hmm. well, I guess everyone still had their tickets, but there wasn't concessions. There wasn't people buying the merchandise. There wasn't that kind of stuff. Yep. So, well, I mean. Look at, I don't get what the NCAA's deal about. Like, look at. College football. Those guys are drinking all – I think it was an article a couple of years ago. I think it was Ohio State finally started selling uh, liquor at their football games, and I think they were making 
I think they had a hundred thousand dollars they made like in I can't remember how many games it was. Look at all the lost revenue. NDSU has. Well, NDSU's losing on it hard, and then going to regional games. I can't get a drink there. Yeah, seven dollars. Holy shit! But whatever. Yeah, it's I mean, just people are gonna pay for that a, beer. A lot, of, like but, NCA, like realize that needs to realize how much of a financial like loss they're getting when they don't sell it because everyone needs to remember the NCA is a business. Mm. Like they're profiting off of other people working for them, and like, why wouldn't you? Make money when you can, and you have the opportunity. When, when you know you're going to make money, mm-hmm. so they're and I, like going off NDSU football, like they don't sell it at the Fargo Dome, and everyone wonders why they can sell it at the Alaris for UND because it's state or the Alaris is owned by the university. Right? No, Alaris is used by the city. But so is the Fargo Dome. Yeah, but since oh, it's but on like campus, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Which, but like, I that doesn't really make sense to me because when they're tailgating, they can still everyone just gets absolutely just yeah. And like, do they leave because they're too intoxicated, or do they leave because NDSU is winning by so much? Oh, I'd say it's a little bit of both, but I feel like more towards the their NDSU's beating the other team usually because it's like what twenty to seven or twenty to zero in that, but yeah. And I feel like these kids are getting tuned up halftime. All right. Yeah, they're drunk. All right. But their plan is go home, oh, nap, nap it and off, go and then out. go out, drink it, and find out what happened the rest of the game. But they, yeah, uh, yeah they're all, teams are messing up, not selling alcohol or doing that stuff. But also, yeah, well, when you, it's not football, but when you look at the Ralph, like what, those bars, people there roughly. Yeah, those bars on the end packed. of the rink are just packed and And you can't move hardly yep so going back you said that you think the teams that tj oshi was on is um better than the 2016 team um why do you think tj oshi and those guys were better than the 2016 team uh they played together they all played i mean yeah they most there's more all around people they're more all around i mean just the talent we have we were stacked we'll just think God, you want to pull up – can you pull up that roster? Yeah. So there was TJ Oshie, Jonathan Taze, Ryan Duncan. Blen- or, there was a name for one of those lines. It wasn't very, like Dot Duncan, oh, and yeah. that's when Duncan won. Yeah. Uh, Kobe. Kobe Baker. And, and then, uh, God, who was our goalie back then? Gene Philippe? Lamaru. Yep. And then you had Mario Lamaru around that time, or was that a little uh, – Evan Trout? Yep. Joe Finley. All those big guys who, and as like the guys now, they still talk about the Sioux mentality and like those boys really put that out there. And um, yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like that just that team overall is way more in depth and sync with each other. But I don't know. I feel like hockey's switched like what, what year ago? What what year was that? Oh, six. So yeah. 14 years. I feel like they were more developed. I, I would say they were more developed at the time, but. Just think, you know, Sidney Crosby, he said if he would have gone to college, he would have came he to UND. UND. And just that probably would have been the greatest ever that would team ever, forever. Yeah, later, they, yeah. Well, did, we, did we win a championship with Oshie and them? No. And that's a huge disappointment. But They made it to the Frozen Four, but they would always lose. Yeah, and they lost, uh, was it .6? Was that, no, that uh, wasn't TJ Oshie. That was in... That was or 14? Yeah. 14, yeah. But um, 
so then talking about Ryan Duncan, he won the Hobie Baker. And then this year we have Jordan Kawaguchi, who was a top three finalist for the Hobie Baker. Do you think he got screwed on that? Or from what, what I've seen, I guess from what I've seen, uh, Kawaguchi with MVP of our team for sure. But I guess from what I've read and a couple of my Duluth Bulldog friends, they said, no, what's the guy? Scott Peronovic? Yeah, some Russian name. Yeah, yep. Uh, they said that he, when he was not on the ice, Duluth was terrible. But, I mean, not as good. But with him on the ice, that made him look like a top five team. But they still. So do you think Kawaguchi kind of got screwed because he had, he had a way better all-around yeah, team? Yeah, sure. And it wasn't just like the Kawaguchi show? Mm-hmm. But he didn't, I mean, the guy from, what's it called, Duluth, he didn't put up a lot of points. He just made everyone better around him. Yeah, so, like, definitely. It's not all about So, stats. like, I went to both paperwork. of those games and I watched them. Like, I didn't really realize he, who that was until, right. like, it was announced, like, who's in the running for Hobie. But I so. can't say much about Duluth just from what I hear yeah. about them. Um, the other was Jeremy Swayman, a goalie from yeah. Maine. It's not that like popular to have a goalie. Yeah, it's like but the he won the goalie, goalie award. Yeah. Well, so like, like he still got something. I feel like getting a goalie on the Heisman is like getting a or excuse me, a goalie on the Hobie, Hobie would is like getting a defensive player like Chase Young out of Ohio State who got what I think third in the Heisman voting and. Uh, let's see, what was it, 1998 when Charles Woodson was at Michigan? That was the last time that there was a defensive player to win the uh, Heisman. But he only posted three shutouts. But his save but percentage many, was point nine three yeah. nine. So, I mean, it is good. But then their overall record as a team was 18-11-5. And you could go to your offense, so, I mean, but you're not, you're not blaming – goalie for that I mean True. what was his goals against average 2.07 so just over two a game that's, yeah that's, that's pretty good. average that's pretty that's pretty good yeah so definitely um yeah so yesterday since COVID is the main thing going on in our life um Yesterday, the higher education of North Dakota, they talked about how schools are, they think that they're going to have, like, kids will be attending school, like, in person on campus in the fall. Um, That has a big deal with, like, sports. So, like, so there is kids on campus. Like, what do you, do you think there'll be fans in the stands for football and hockey and basketball and all that good stuff? For this upcoming season? For this fall 2020. Um, I want to say I hope there is. Obviously, I think everyone does, but I think you can't really make a call. I feel like it's still too early. Like, what's his name? Bergamont? Bergam? Like, ooh, tomorrow bars and restaurants can open up, but, I mean, you still have your social distancing rule. How There's long, so many restrictions. Yeah, so still. how long is that going to go? I mean. Look, At what point do we end up just being – we gotta live life and get back Go to back some to kind it. of normal. And it's not. It's not gonna be like that for a while, I don't think. But. But also, like Bergam opened up North Dakota because to get our economic, economically like going again. Yep. But, like we said earlier, NCA is a big part financially. Like it's a countrywide. Thing. Yeah. So. They. 
I think they're going to try to push for it, but I think they are going to put restrictions, obviously. I'm sure, like, you'll have to sit every other seat or if something that, or, like that or know, only families or stuff like that. Yeah, student sections on the east or west. I don't know. That's Those conversations are tough to have because we've never really dealt with anything like right. this. Well, I mean, for our age, I guess, but yeah, I don't know about, like, other... I don't know about you, but not having sports, like... It sucks. It sucks. Like, thank God it... Thank God Michael Jordan's talking Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, and sports are a big part of our life, and I never realized it until they were all gone. gone. So... Took that. Like, there's nothing. What about another... What do you think about teams moving from conference to conference are getting bumped up in that. Cause look at Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern Appalachian state. Uh, God, who else am I thinking of here? Just some other, uh, I can't think of any other FCS, FCS schools that got bumped up, but those guys, those guys got bumped up, but they haven't really produced much in FCS. Like when you compare it to NDSU. Right. That's where I was going to go with just like, I haven't really heard of those names, but when I think FCS football, I think of NDSU, like Sam Houston, like James Madison. Yeah. When like when you have someone winning a division so much, do you think it's time for them to be moved up? Like you always hear about NDSU, big NDSU fans talking about, oh, we could take on Alabama and blah blah blah. Especially like the real test, I think, is that when NDSU hopefully gets to go to Oregon mm-hmm. and see how, like, that'll be the real test. Who well, did they play last year that was – or they who did they play? They played Iowa. Iowa. And, and they, they were ranked won, 14th. And, and they won, won right? Last field goal kick and then uh, – I don't know. I think, yeah, it's one thing to play Power 5 competition or every week. Right, that's where the like, difference is going to be, where you have like, one big game, like you, that's probably I mean, what you trained for yeah. the entire year. And mm, But, I don't know, like, the Missouri Valley is like the SEC conference in football of FCS, but then, because those teams have been dominating NDSU and SDSU and whatever, they've been killing it, but NDSU should be... God, they haven't lost yet to an FBS school in how long? I can tell you. Yeah. So, but like UND went to Washington last fall, and the first half they hung with them, and I just think they were couldn't yeah, handle the yeah, yeah, like they were in it, and I just don't know if they started to get cocky or what it was. But I think I love that FCS teams are playing S- FBS teams, but it's awesome to see like oh, like size doesn't matter, like right. the size of school, but. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Obviously, like, the Alabama guys are going to get the better guys than North Dakota. Well, usually, you know, but NDSU has a hell of a well, coaching NDSU staff. Well, NDSU just had a um, player transfer to go to LSU. As a gr- I, graduate transfer, yes, wasn't it? Yep. Yes, and Which is crazy. Like, you, um, NDSU is really. playing, like, getting people who can go. Well, oh, the real test is see if he actually plays. And which he will, because LSU is re- Regrouping, yeah. After losing all their draft eligible players, but I mean, he's a good player. I mean, look at Trey Lance. He's, I think he's projected to be a top or first. Oh yeah, their quarterback. I think he he didn't throw a single interception last year. That's video game numbers. You don't. No one ever does that. So, but they produce talent, and 
I would put them, love to put them in the Big Ten going up against Minnesota every year and Ohio State yeah. and all these guys and really see. Speaking of Minnesota, how they have turned things around there in football too. On P.J. Fleck, I think one of my buddies just sent me a DM yesterday on Twitter. Let's pull it up here. 2020 college football recruiting rankings. Minnesota's number six. That's I'm and sure that season they had uh, coming just in. Last and year, yeah. And PJ Flex a huge. It was a huge pickup. He's the new big name in he's Minnesota. Be, he's yeah. everyone's favorite. And people think. He pro- he might, I don't he, think he's, he's not probably gonna, not going to last long in Minnesota. Do you think he's not going to stay long? Yeah, he thinks he can find. Well, people say that they can find a better, bigger job, better paying, but. I but he, he seems like he loves Minnesota. Yeah, he so. can build up a program like program that. how he wants how he wants to build. So definitely, it'll definitely. be interesting to see if Minnesota actually is that just a lucky season. Or are they going to go back to their old Minnesota ways? Definitely. Um, speaking of fans and stuff like that, um, what do you think of the traveling games? Like NDSU went to played at Target Field and. We went to Vegas for the UND Minnesota game, and we were going to Nashville for the Penn State UND game. And what if we? There's no fans that can attend games. How many? That's. Do you think UND and Penn State will try to do it for another year, or do you think it's just? Yeah, but so definitely. But do you think you like you know UND every like every two mm-hmm. years? But so do you think they'll just do it again? Or will they go, try to go somewhere else? Because mm. it sounds like Nashville was very happy to have mm. us, and because mm, twenty five hundred rooms saved, uh, and they're all booked. And um, I would say they'd probably push it. I think next year, or not this season, not this coming season, but the year after that, I think that'll they'll do that and figure it all out, get back to how things were. So they should mm. be. Oh, that should be fine. So Yeah. Well, hopefully this COVID gets out of here or at least we figure out how to live with it and sports comes back. Thanks for having us. Go blue.